Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Hey guys, have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Duh. No. Whoa! Yeah, surprise. This, this is a big one. This one's culturally relevant, I thought. Is it? I, it was it, growing up for me. I, I it was. Because I grew up in the 90s, and this was an 80s movie, but people... No, this was a 90s, right? What was, no, it was 86. Uh, this was 86. Wow, okay, yeah, I was exposed to it much later in life, like 96. But, you know well, what? People were still talking about it. Yeah, it was a popular movie for a long while. It, it might still be popular. I don't know. Now, did you see it, Justin, on like cable, or how were you exposed to it? I think I've seen it multiple versions, uh, like cable and also VHS or whatever. Gotcha. We've talked about how when I or I've talked about how when I grew up there was an outdoor theater I used to go to, and this mm-hmm. was one that they showed a couple of times at the outdoor theater because it was an '80s classic, I guess. Ah, uh, okay. So that's how I got to see it. Uh, I have not outdoor seen this in since then. Oh man, it's been a long time since I've watched this movie. So long. But here is what we do on Have You Seen. If you're uh, joining us for the first time, don't know what we do. People who have not seen the movies, in this case Josh, please give us uh, a quick elevator pitch of what you think this movie's going to be about. Okay. Uh, I might be someone confused with like Happy Gilmore or that other movies here is with like an old man's name title Ooh, um, i'm drawing what's a the blank. other one uh this is usually a justin trick old man's name I've... in the title of a movie mm, old like man's like christmas vacation or whatever okay that doesn't have a name in the movie does it not christmas vacation that's There's national no... lampoon's christmas national vacation. lampoon maybe i'm thinking Oh, so you're, okay, so it has some sort of subheader. I get you. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm thinking this uh, this is gonna be like some like businessman, like middle. Uh, oh, this is an eighties movie. Sorry, middle Californian <laughs> businessman. <laughs> um, who cut to the beach? <laughs> you know, all he does is he goes to work. He has a wife and two point five kids, and he's very serious job and he never sees his family 0.5 kid golden retriever right dog Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) yeah and he finally gets a day off like his his boss is like look man you've been working like two days in a row i'm forcing take a day off and he just doesn't know what to do and his fam his family like tries to to get him to take a normal off and he's he's just not with it doesn't he keeps trying to work but, oh, oh, okay, he keeps trying to take a day off, but everything he tries to do to relax, he still does to the extreme. Like, he just doesn't know how to relax. Like, yeah. He's, yeah. He's never Pretty really common a problem, off. from what I hear. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel sorry for people who suffer from that. Yeah? Relaxation I'm always, is a greater I'm, joy in life? I'm always <laughs> relaxing. Maxing and relaxing. All right, this is this sounds cool. A middle-aged man's odyssey through L.A. in the late '80s, trying to relax and just running into all sorts of obstacles and street juggling. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, maybe he like accidentally runs over someone with his car, but then like faces no repercussion. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) That wasn't California. (laughs) Um. So yeah. 
this was my movie. It slid in right between two more action-y movies, Aliens and Terminator 2. Uh, we made a list a while ago of movies that Josh had put on, or that Josh had not seen, and uh, so I decided to put one on the list. Mm. Pull from that. A bunch of classics. Yep. A couple Matrix really is coming. fucking big ones. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's going to come one of these days. One just you these. wait, people. Yeah, it's <laughs> I know how to podcast. <laughs> learn overnight. Take an online course. That's literally oh, yeah. all the time it takes. Like order my masterclass. Yeah, masterclass. Ten thousand hours podcasting. That's like who would teach the masterclass in podcasting? Someone from NPR. Oh, somebody who's been doing radio their entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, we're back with the Prairie Home Companion Masterclass. You're going to need to set your microphone at a 45-degree angle against your speaker cone. If you're Have you seen... PA system. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Have you seen some of the masterclasses that they offer? It's, it's, it's wild. Oh, yeah? Like what? <laughs> like, I haven't seen like, a single one. Take like, you can take like a masterclass in like basket weaving or... Like, from, like, acting to voice acting to basket weaving to gymnastics to... All of these sound incredible. I don't know why you're bad-mouthing it. I'm not bad-mouthing it. <laughs> I'm saying that there's a lot. Acting class, a master class while we're all trapped here inside? Yeah, just pay them, like, $300, and then you can listen to that pre-recorded class. Ooh, just like college all over again. Are they going to send me emails and be like, hey, do you want to just give us money because you took that class this one time? Oh, my God. The right audacity. Out. The audacity of colleges please, sending you those fucking emails <laughs> asking you to donate more fucking money to them. No. Sorry. <laughs> Getting hot. Getting hot on Have You Seen. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I like your premise, Josh. Neither of us have seen this for a long time. It's going to be interesting to see how it holds up. Uh, it's going to be an adventure on a day off. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get to it. We're going to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off from 1986. Be back. And we're back, just having seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off from 1986. Uh, first impressions, Josh, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was pretty good. Bow, bow. I, I actually kind of liked it. It was not at all like you saw uh, it. I don't know if it's a recommend yet, but... <laughs> uh, initial thoughts? No, I mean, I don't... I, I don't presume my predictions are ever correct. Oh, yeah, you yeah, you know, it was a, it was a it was a pretty chill movie. The dad didn't have a day off. No, kind of. Yeah, like, that would have been Josh's prediction. Nah, like, that dad, that dad, men. that dad can relax. You think? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's going to fancy restaurants. He's. He seemed like the most chill adult in the movie. Yeah. Just because he has. The he was dancing in his office. He yeah, he ate a restaurant. Yeah, he started dancing in his office. Like for no reason. I mean, yeah, it's because like everybody was dancing. So well, I guess the I guess he fell under whatever yeah. the same whatever magic spell, spell Ferris Bueller cast on that area. Yeah, whatever hypnosis mind control. 
caused a fucking three-minute music scene that I tabbed out of during the watch. Um, <laughs> you gotta pay attention to the visual. Like, I'm Josh. sorry, movie, these but movies for many reasons. I I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> After the twentieth person dancing, like I get the joke. Thanks. Oh my god! Wait until everybody you watch is Blues at Brothers. Good time. I don't need to sit die. for two more minutes. Oh yeah, Blues Brothers hasn't been Blues on this yet. Is so good, but it's two and a half hours of dancing. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, is it a musical? Because like that's different. Uh yeah yeah it is. I don't know. I assume it's not a musical. It is. What little I know about it. Someone? Okay. I don't know. That's it? debatable. I, I don't know that I believe you. <laughs> There's. What, I. What qualifies uh, as a musical? I mean, Justin, you're, you're a film star. What, what defines a musical? How much of the film has to be sung? <laughs> or is it how much of the plot is conveyed in song? <laughs> yeah, that's a good debate I that none of us are qualified to have. But I Justin, don't know. Most. I don't know the qualifier for that. I would say if I'm just gonna if I'm just gonna put like a the fap check ruling on if it's a musical, I would say that Blues Brothers is right on the cusp of not being a musical. Ooh, just the side. <laughs> alright, alright. It's mm. close. We got a ruling though. We got a There's supply. just enough songs to make it annoying. <laughs> 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 to make Musical a great film. time, and you'll see, because I'll put it on my list. <laughs> so, According to Wikipedia, uh, characters are in the narrative. It doesn't give a percentage, though. <laughs> hmm. It says Singing in the Rain not. is musical, obviously. It was, yeah, I which would I... Josh, we're getting a little roboting. You might want to close some tabs. Speaking mm. of tabs. I don't have a lot open. Huh. Actually, maybe try that's more stuff. coming from. Uh, either way, um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It starts with a high school student who is a couple months from graduating. This isn't your typical high school graduation type movie. We start further back. This is just a day off. It's an elaborate day off. Can I just say... I immediately disliked Ferris Bueller from the very beginning of this with, like, the baby talk that he did with his parents. Oh, yeah, that was rough. I was just like, oh, my God. I mean, I get I, you I, gotta I do hate, what you gotta do. I hate this. But I hate this. When he went from <laughs> that to that really... Oh, I really like this guy. John Hughes rambling in the shower about I hate isms. I don't care if they're this or this or anarcho-fascist because I don't stand for nothing. Stand for nothing because (laughs) right in the middle. (laughs) Yeah, he caring is stupid. We'll get to a lot of reasons why I I don't like the main character. That does not mean I don't like the movie. The movie is still a really good time in my opinion. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun. It goes places. It's constantly moving, and they're pulling like miniature heists on top of heists, which is a lot of fun to watch. It's not like uh, Charles Dickens level like complex or anything, obviously, but no. it's, it's quirky '80s movie. Thank complex. God. Oh, oh yeah, we're not watching a season of it, which I believe there exists a season of Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the cartoon. 
I made a note whenever. I made a I made a note whenever. Oh yeah, there's a TV show. Is it? I made a note whenever. Yeah. Yeah, Justin. I made a note that uh, Jeffrey Jones' character was like talking about how he was like. uh, Ferris Bueller is going to look back 15 years on his life and he's going to remember Ed Rooney. <laughs> Ed Rooney. His and I'm just like, I'm just like, ooh, you think, I think like, that applies more to Jeffrey Jones as a person than it does to Ferris Bueller as a character. Like, he's just sitting in a whatever hotel room that he's <laughs> allowed in, barely. Alright. Matthew Bradley's still <laughs> getting work. Yeah. I know. Um, so it starts off by him fooling the parents. It's pretty elaborate. He's got a dummy in bed, and it's rigged up with like counterweights and a sound system. Uh, we find out that this is his ninth day off this semester, and that's why uh, Principal Rooney is really invested in finding him and uh, busting him. Because the parents don't know. The mom calls him. She verifies that Ferris is sick. Uh, but he's like, did you know? And Ferris Bueller wants a car. He got a computer. Now he can hack. Like, that's the rule of 80s movies, right? If you have a computer, you can hack. He can do anything he wants. He has everything set up perfect. Right. But this is kind of its own little subsphere. I don't think this goes off fully his luck and ingenuity. It, it might, but it seems like a thing that comes up a lot in 80s movies when computers were first entering the homes. That if you had one, you knew what you were fucking doing with it. And you yeah. could like, go in and change your grade. That was a Simpsons plot. Or you could right, go right. and like, do this and subtract the number of days off you had. Uh his sister Jenny is immediately sh- suspicious, and I love this character. She's just like, you little fucking twerp. Again? Because she goes to school. She knows how many days he's not there. And, like, he has a cult following. It's good that he's true neutral. Because if he was anything else, like, on the evil side, this could go disastrously Jonestown for oh. Chicago in a heartbeat. There's Bueller absolutely like as an adult is a cult leader yeah yeah (laughs) he's out in the desert he's got robes on all his followers they all drive like replicas of these red cars into town on the weekends to pick up groceries (laughs) they blast oh yeah god that song was used a lot was it i didn't notice (laughs) <laughs> this movie didn't have as good a soundtrack as I remembered. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't like a super killer soundtrack. No. After uh, watching Cobra Kai, which does have a super killer soundtrack, so I was like, "What's yeah, up with this?" Really good soundtrack on that. Uh, everybody, you know, everybody's getting into that right now. At the yeah. same time, I saw a post about it the other day, and oof, it flooded with people who were just like, "Yeah, this gets me pumped up." <laughs> kicking ass no mercy strike first strike hard <laughs> have you watched any Cobra Kai Josh I haven't seen any Karate Kid period it, Ooh. Okay. Uh, we gotta watch the Karate Kid any of the movies so if we put the Karate Kid movies on the list 
you might want to like venture further into the Cobra Kai series. Yeah, right. Cobra Kai's newer I, though, right? So I would probably... say that I like Cobra Kai a little bit more than I like the Karate. Definitely don't watch Cobra Kai without watching the Karate Kid, though. That's fine. It's better. They go back. You'll pick up on what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I, d- uh, I doubt the, there's like a deep plot in Karate Kid. Like I know a little bit about it. But I still think not. the first one's a pretty good movie. I like it. It's been a long time. Um, so, first he fools the parents, then he fools the school. He's out, but he needs his girlfriend out. His best friend is No, first out. he needs her car. Cameron's already out. Cameron stays home from school and is sick because he's... Uh, he's like like a, actually sick. No, he's a hypochondriac. He's a super really made himself rich sick. kid. He like lives in the valley. His dad's a bazillionaire. Yeah, we see him try to jokingly kill himself at one point in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's super depressed, and Ferris is like, "Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up." <laughs> and you know he he that scene like, "Hey, shut the fuck up and unplug his phone or leave it off the hook or whatever you did in the 80s or just be like hey dude stop fucking bothering me but he he knows he know ferris knows he's gonna come over so he keeps calling him and uh that scene is like one of the more famous scenes from this movie where he's like arguing with himself in the car he's just gonna keep calling me and calling me right <laughs> You don't ever see it referenced too much. You see some things referenced from this a lot. Um, so Cameron does come. He picks him up. They hatch a plan to get um, Sloane, his girlfriend. Great name, by the way, Sloane. Never heard that. Out of school for the day. And this this is one of the best parts of the movie, I think, when they call the principal and Cameron is impersonating her dad, and he thinks it's Ferris Bueller, so he's just tearing into him, like, yeah, bring the grandma's corpse down here. It's school policy. We don't let people out in a funeral unless you show the body, unless you, like, throw her bones onto the lawn. Yeah. And then Ferris is on the other line, and he's just like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I like the cinematography of this. I didn't so much like when Ferris Bueller was talking directly to the phone, like camera. Um, but everything else about it, I liked, like the cheesy close-ups and the weird panning and the strange sound effects and everything. It was oh, I love the talking to the camera stuff. I wanted that to be like, the whole movie. There were like a lot of weird, strange sound effects. Like at the end, there was like it was like he was a cartoon character. Bow. Like he would come around the corner and be like there, like 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 the car brake sound, uh-huh. and like him running again. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Reality is just breaking down. How <laughs> intense he gets. That would have been cool if if they had like rotoscoped shit on the screen, like reality breaking down around him. He's like. Maybe I'm not well. <laughs> I took a day off for my mental health, and it didn't do any good. Um, oh my god, speaking of not doing any good, he gets Cameron to take his dad's 1 in 100 fucking Ferraris out on the town. Nope. What? Don't do that. Don't mess with that. 1 in 100 Ferrari? Yeah. Oh. No. Tell him oh. that right away. Oh. You can't. 
You see that? I'm not even a car guy. I'm not even a car guy, but like Jesus. You see that green, like older one behind him? Take that. It's quirky. There's more <laughs> than a hundred of those, I bet. <laughs> but they take it because they have to convince the principal that it's not Ferris, that it's actually her dad. And they do this. And the, oh my god, this scene where Ferris gets her up, picks her up at school, and they start making out, and Jeffrey Jones, Rooney, is just like, oh, it's that kind of family. Right? Watch. <laughs> Me. Yeah. You're the principal. She's a student, a minor. You can't, like, brush that kind of thing off. I guess. No. Because they're rich, maybe that happens. I don't even no. know. No, I don't it's even want to know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> should have been a red flag right there. You should have. He should That's have been relieved. He should have been relieved to have found out that was Ferris Bueller. Yeah, <laughs> Ferris Bueller <laughs> fucked up by making out with her there. I think that's why he partially pursues them through the rest of the movie. He's like, "There's something off about that kiss. It's a little." <laughs> too hot <laughs> she's a junior too she ain't yeah. even a senior and he's kissing her like that his own daughter nah something doesn't add he's just plotting at his desk with uh i love his assistant josh do you recognize her i don't know She's from the pivotal scene in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles where Steve Martin gets his, like, ass chewed out the airport. And right. Just like, How could I forget? He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. He just, like, yeah, it's the only reason that movie has an R rating. Yeah. But, uh, Her name is uh, Edie McClurg. Mm-hmm. Voice actress for a long time. Oh, I love her part. Because uh, after he embarrasses himself, quote-unquote, with uh, Sloane's dad, the next time he gets a phone call, it shows him in the office, and she's like, I don't know, maybe watch your language this time. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, subtle digs at him, and he's like, oh. Doesn't she, doesn't she call uh, Jeannie Bueller a little asshole at one point in the movie? I think yeah. so. Everybody's against like, Jeannie. I was sad. like, that's the first time I've heard, like, in a movie, someone call a girl an asshole that I can think of. <laughs> we need to go further back and do more research. <laughs> you could start, like, a Mr. Skin, but it's about cursing. <laughs> this, is the, this is the first time they said shit in a major motion picture. It was 1947. Yeah, right. Uh, it was Germany. And you can see here it was an expressionism piece. This building, it stretches out and it turns into an evil black eagle that's ominous over the city. And it's meant to represent the rising fascism in Germany at the time. And you can see the citizens here. Their word bubbles say, Scheiße! <laughs> yeah. You could trace it back. You could find all the first references of cursing in movies. That would be a lot of fun. Because you would discover so many curse words you never knew existed from old Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at her. She's a, she's a thimbit. <laughs> if I, uh, if I cared enough about this bit, I would do that. Hmm. All right. Find your own bit. I'll, I'll back you up when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Cameron, I'll 
I'll be in the back seat of this awesome car and let you drive it. Why does right? he do that? Why does he do Because he's a... He's... I know, a, but it pissed me a, off. He's that. a beta boy cook. Shut up. It pissed me off that even when they're driving home and like they know too much is on the odometer, Cameron doesn't take the driver's wheel. Like I get Ferris Bueller. He's like driving it. No, no, I don't. I fuck that. Convince him to take it, but let Cameron drive. That's the only. But he's way. like losing his mind at that point. Like he can't do anything. Yeah, true. He should have driven it at one point, though. That was kind of sad that it yeah. got wrecked without him ever driving it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it had a hundred miles on it. One in a hundred. Where did those miles. guys? Yeah. How? Where did those guys go? How? Like <laughs> they got three thousand miles in what? Like five hours? I believe it said three hundred, but still. Oh. Two hundred okay. miles is a lot to put on that car in a couple of hours. I thought it said 3,000. It was just going way over the top. I believe the last digit to the right is the, like, point. Ah. Uh... Yeah. Man, if that car only has a four-digit, five-digit speedometer, it was never meant to be driven in the first place. <laughs> My moped has more miles than that car is meant to have. <laughs> Um, yeah, I want Cameron to drive, but they go into the city, they park it at this garage, and Ferris Bueller, here's some, you know, his luck, we'll get to it, sorry, I I don't want to sidetrack us with this yet, he pays the mechanics, like, a fiver, and are like, take care of this one in a fucking million car that's priceless, literally, because he, he restored it over the course of, what Cameron say, like, 20 years or something? Yeah. Oh, and he hands it over and they go to a rich diner or a restaurant, very bougie, and he pretends to be the sausage king of Chicago. Now, does he come up with this off the top of his head? No, he finds the the book is left open and he finds the name for three. Okay, I must have missed that. I thought he was so charismatic that he came up with a name and it turned out to be the Sausage King of Chicago. No, he had the book and gotcha, this gotcha. dude was coming towards him and he was like looking and so he's just like, oh, party of three, this guy, it's me. So he's, uh, he plays his hand a little bit. He shows too much and he he shows us, the audience, that he relies on these phone scams quite consistently. He did it to free Sloan from school and now he does it. He knows that phones have multiple lines, see? You can utilize yeah. that. You can, can exploit it to your advantage. You can be like, hey, go find another phone. Haha, now I'm another person because I have a voice that's different. See, we were talking about master classes on doing voice acting, and here's where it comes in handy. Oh, yeah. I mean, restaurants Hi, aren't Jinx. open. I could, um, uh, I, I could door you could dash do funny voices. to be somebody really fancy, the sausage king of wherever we are. You could just do funny voices Every... to entertain yourself. Sure, but I do that all the time. I think the point of taking a class is so you're you cross that barrier between annoying and comedic. Right, but then and you can barrier, still just do it for yourself. My friend is a razor's edge with miles on one side mm-hmm. and a little bit of grassland on the other. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Speaking of masterclass, though, that is his one trick. He he passes off as the sausage king. Cameron's bit right here is just eating noisily, right, and like rubbing his nose and slurping. Yep. I guess work with what you got. That's his whole bit. Yeah, I did think he, he perfect that in the cafeteria at school, though. It got like it killed there, and he's like, "Well, if it worked there." Maybe it will work at this Michelin star restaurant. I feel like Cameron has a lot of bits. He's the guy doing voices to himself at home, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ferris has a oh, camera yeah. to talk to. Like, Ferris Bueller has a literal portal to another world to discuss his problems with. Yeah. Cameron does voices at home. Sloane, we don't get to know because she's the girl, sadly. We know that. Matthew, that uh, Ferris Bueller, I always called him Matthew Broderick. Ferris Bueller's way cooler than Matthew Broderick ever was. <laughs> I believe right after Ferris Bueller came out, they were equally amounts of cool. Sure. For a couple of months, he rode that high. Oh, and... man, but now he's like one of the most annoying men in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could. His voice is just like, ugh. I mean,. <laughs> I fell asleep while watching the producers in the theater, and that has only happened a number of times. <laughs> you ever fallen asleep in the theater, Josh? Uh, no. Why? Why would I spend ten plus dollars? It's not to a go conscious decision. Yeah, it's not I like am... you go there to take a nap. You just do it. I not not in my memory ever fallen asleep. At a movie, no. No, no. I've been bored. It's not like you take a pillow in and you, like, curl (laughs) up in the seat. It's just really fucking relaxing chairs, especially now that they're turning them all into recliners with, like, vibration features and they bring hot, warmed beers to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, theaters are getting super bougie. I mean, they were before the end of the world, in the before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, who knows if theaters will ever be open again. Might we have to just convert to drive throughs from now on? That'd be kind of fun. Let's go future retro. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's not like you go in there planning to take a nap. It's it's like you go in there watching Siriana, and they, uh, they put a blue filter on the screen, and everything looks gray for three hours, and they're talking about politics. And you're just <laughs> like, oh... That's cool. Is that I, I mean, the I, oil pipeline stuff? I, I tend to go see movies that I know enjoy, not like everything. That's true. So, yeah. This is why true. my movie list is so low. That makes a difference. I've, I've only I've, fallen asleep once or twice. I've literally gone to movies just because, like, it was hot. Oh, yeah, the the good old summer AC movie. That's a classic. Or the, um, the, the winter, nothing to do, or the fall, nothing to do, or the spring, yeah. nothing to do. I've fallen asleep in many a theaters, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I could have a tour from the amount of theaters I've fallen asleep in. <laughs> Is it usually with movies that are bad? Just You're just tired, and you, even if it's a good movie, you'll fall asleep. Uh, sometimes. I've fallen asleep so Any over notable ones that, that you've I... fallen asleep and regretted? Like, uh, you woke up and were just like, shit, I really wanted to see that. Uh, whenever we went and saw The Hateful Eight, I fell asleep for part of it. Oh, shit, okay. I didn't even notice. I was intrigued. 
There's a couple was, parts. It was like the seventh because... showing. Yeah, no, and I I really wanted to watch it, but it was like a three hour movie, and we didn't go till midnight. So... And it had the intermission in the middle. Yeah. Fun theater experience, though. I was I, it was actually before the intermission. After I I was fine after the intermission. Well, yeah, but... I mean no spoilers, but things pick up a little bit after the intermission. <laughs> I don't. Uh, we'll but there have on the podcast. There have definitely been movies where I've just like fallen asleep, and I'll like wake up and I'll be like, "All right, I just give up. Like this movie is not holding my attention. I'm just gonna to let the sleep take me." Oh, when Ferris Gump was in theaters, um, my mom. Ferris like, Gump. <laughs> Ferris. <laughs> Life is like a school day off. You never know how many parades you're gonna be in. <laughs> no, when Forrest Gump was in theaters, my mom and brother and I were going to go to the the movies that night to see it. And I I took a nap and I woke up. I took a nap because I had a headache. I woke up mm-hmm. and the house is empty. And I'm like, fuck, they left me. And I was like, <laughs> shit, I really wanted to see that. And they're like, oh, I remember my other brother's like, oh, they didn't want to wake you up because you like weren't feeling good. And I'm like, that's why I took a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I took a nap for this, damn it! <laughs> so I've slept and missed opportunities to go to movies. But, you know, that one, saw it later. Josh, have you seen Forrest Gump? I'm pretty sure. I don't oh, want yeah. to put that on the list. Let's I think it's one of those movies I've seen enough of the scenes of that I've basically seen whole movie yeah people love that fucking boomer piece of trash but i can't remember like sitting and watching it from like start to finish oh yeah i mean i went i went eventually when it was in theaters and watched it and i absolutely loved it the first time i saw it because it's like skipping through it's not skipping through time but it it progresses at a fucking click through time yeah and you get to see all these monumental events, and I thought it was hilarious. But no, but going I back, I can't like, imagine my life would be better seeing it. No, no, I agree. Uh, so after they go to the bougie restaurant, um, they get on a parade flow. I love this scene, Josh. You said you took. Oh my god, I hate this scene so much. This is one of my favorites. I gotta say, when I was a kid and I saw this movie, I didn't know he was lip syncing. I thought this was Matthew Broderick singing these songs because <laughs> I saw this when I was a very young child. Yeah, now, no. looking at it, clearly not Matthew Broderick singing. Oh, very obvious. Like, what kind of parade takes place at like four in the afternoon? A German like, heritage German heritage parade, parade. I guess. Yeah. Why we don't need that? But eighty-six Chicago, you better believe it exists. How does he hijack the sound system to play these songs? Because they're just playing like... charisma. Uh, all right. He's hacking. He knows how to hack. He, he has a computer at home, Austin. He planned it ahead of time. Oh. He knew the parade happening. He read it in the newspaper. This is deep. So, so you're saying that these previous eight days off that he's taken have been in preparation for this. For this one day off. He seems like he has ingenuity, so I wouldn't be surprised all right justin that's your theory right yeah um, for sure uh, that this takes a lot of planning i mean maybe with your computer skills you can do it with your like amiga 
that runs on cassettes. I, I like know. to think that he had a bunch of plans and he didn't know which ones happened. So like, there's a bunch of other stuff he hacked in case he there, but he's just like, ah, I didn't go. Because that's fine. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Yes, there's a lobby of some hotel where there's a flash mob that goes off, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. where's Spirit Ferris? And it's like, he went with Plan H. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> It's like a president who gets a bunch of folders slid across a desk and is like, we're in a situation, sir. Pick one of these folders. And Ferris Bueller just has like 20 alternate situations going on. I dig it. (laughs) Uh, It seems like they get high and go to the art museum. Just going to put that out there. John Hughes movies. We haven't seen one, I don't think, where there is drug use. There wasn't in Weird Science as far as I remember. There's well, one of your stoner, not stoner movies. There is in the Breakfast Club for sure. We have not got that though. That's on the list I was talking about of movies. No, it's not. I've seen the Breakfast. Wait, well, oh, I've seen Sixteen Candles. Fuck, That's I haven't right. seen Breakfast Club. Right, see, I Damn have it. the list. I took right. the, the notes at our minutes. We prepare numbers. <laughs> He's got the receipts. I've got the yeah. receipts. You're canceled, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I want to watch The Breakfast Club again. It's 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 bad. It's worse than Weird Science, I think. Just, no, nothing's well. worse than Weird Science. I don't right? think anything could be worse than Weird as far as like 80s teen movies. Wait, yeah. no. The one where nothing happens. Which one was that one? Zapped? No. Was that Zapped? The one where like we have to go party because it's the last high school and then they go to a really shitty party that's 15 of josh or justin's movies that we've watched in the past year I the know. one where the girl like, fucks guys. the guy in the bathroom oh that's it a was, 90s movie it was What's three that? of them that's 97 that's can't hardly wait <laughs> yeah that yeah was, can't, can't hardly, hardly wait, wait. Right. the one where they fuck in the bathroom all right that narrows down the party movie <laughs> it does it does it's a pivotal scene it's seth green <laughs> I don't think anybody gets fucked in the bathroom in Superbad or uh, Booksmart. Booksmart, top out of all three of those, for sure. Yeah, that was my favorite. Uh, really gives me hope. Olivia Wilde is a director. Can't wait to see what she makes next. As an actress, she was always making really like bizarre choices. You ever see like her in Cowboys and Ali- Cowboys vs. Aliens? I oh, can, can no one ever put that on the podcast because I don't oh. want to see that. I drove two <laughs> hours to see that released early in theaters. That sounds like the dumbest fucking movie <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, do they dumber, really think that needed Josh, to be Josh, you done? think that that's dumber than Battleship? A movie about the board game... Have, Battleship? Have, have uh, yes, because no, I've Battleship. No, Justin. Or Pixels. Um, Justin, have you seen Battleship? No! Or Pixels? Yes. I, have I would rather Pixels. watch a movie about an established thing than, like... Okay, I just thought of a idea that I thought was bad. It's probably... I was gonna say, it's like, say... Like, let's make a movie called Cops and Robbers. And it's like... <laughs> and it's like a serious take on the children's game it's just like cops chasing robbers around the town it's like the rpd of action movies <laughs> we need to watch more 80s action movies because those exist mm-hmm. exactly like cops and robbers like the lethal like, weapon movies you could call cops and robbers was like let's get some cowboys and aliens 
I, from what I've seen from the trailer, so like the aliens don't even like happen. Like they're just just UFOs. I am like, shoot, do the aliens come out of the UFOs at all? Um, I kind of want to put it on the list now. Do we find out why why they're there? Shooting cowboys. Belief. These are based on supposedly true stories. What? Yeah. They're... Okay, tell me this. <laughs> tell me this. Is it set in modern times? Or is it set, like, in the Old West? You're asking oh, so many questions that I really want to put it on the list now. Okay, You're fine. Fine. <laughs> I, you piqued my curiosity. Just to know... Cowboys versus aliens? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I like the hesitation, the little bit of shame there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just doesn't. He just knows he doesn't want to see it again. <laughs> like R.I.P.D. Really was bad enough to where I wanted to see it. Oh, R.I.P.D. was one of the worst so movies worse. we've seen. Like I don't, I, I'm, I'm scared of Cow Aliens because I don't think it's gonna be like R.I.P.D. bad. She Billy did me. <laughs> I think it's just gonna be <laughs> oh UFOs shooting at cowboys for two hours. Because me just falling asleep. Like a bad CGI UFO in the sky and cowboys on horses just holding their hands yeah, down. Yeah, it's just like, we gotta get there, man. And then pow. like they lasso a UFO <laughs> and pull it to the ground. Oh, that sounds like something that would be on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, it does. That's more like Oblivion. No, this... I haven't seen Manos, if that's if that's a thing. Oh, shit, okay. I, seen Justin, what? You haven't seen that either. Okay. Seen what? Manos, Manos. Hands of Fate. Oh, no. Okay, okay, giving me new ideas here. You mentioned MS3T. MST3K. Yeah, yeah. That's like the movie that they did, right? Oh, there's so many. There's so many. Well, I'm sure they've done a bunch, but like that's what I hear all the time. Yeah, yeah. Definitely one of their big ones other than like Miami Connection that we've already done on the show. Right. But yeah. we'll redo someday because we did that in our old format. We gotta do that with No, the... that doesn't give you license to make me watch movies. That's, twice. that's it does. Josh's nightmare, right? When we start redoing my favorite movies because If you do, I'm gonna that. pull out shit that like I'm gonna watch Lego movie like a third time but or we, whatever. If you if you can find it oh never mind, because I know there is a Lego what's that? Frozen. I saw Lego Frozen was on something the other day. There's like a Lego ninja movie. Oh Ninjago, yeah. I haven't seen that. Maybe I should. Yeah, cool. Maybe you should. There's so many <laughs> movies out there that you should watch the Lego ones. I mean, I could see the Duplo movie instead. I don't know what that is. You know the knockoff Lego bricks? They made a movie. Oh. They made a movie, yeah, to, to try wow. to compete with Lego movie. Oh, I'm interested uh, in that. You wow. actually should watch that and put it on the list. <laughs> you can do some like comparison. Right. I dig that. I'm sure it's worse. Oh, are you? Are you sure that the knockoff I'm... Lego movie is worse? <laughs> Pretty sure. I think you can get lead poisoning just from watching it. <laughs> That'd be like if we discovered one of those knockoff Disney movies was really, really good and like better than a Disney movie. Yeah. Like, the, I'm like the... thinking about doing a deep dive into all these like ice queen like the frozen right. knockoff ones because something's got to have a better story than frozen frozen doesn't no. have a story they're all cash grabs like they're not there's no yeah. effort put into those well, i know that but that's what frozen was so i'm saying we're on equal footing no there the was effort point. put into frozen land <laughs> frozen land chop chop kick panda chop kink panda that sounds more like no uh, chop 
kick. Uh huh. This wow. sounds more like something you can watch on your own. Can we get into, into animal This is movies? my favorite one. This is my favorite one. Street Racer. What's that? Oh, Speed is Racer? That a sp- yeah. Racer knockoff? Ooh. Okay. Oh, what's what's up? As it, instead of up, it's what's up? Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, and the old dude just has Alzheimer's. It's really sad. Like, what's Oh up? no. <laughs> It's like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest if it took place at the last <laughs> 10 minutes of the movie. Oh, but it was the whole them, movie. Just so you know, Josh, I went easy on you. Some of them on the list that you hadn't seen got very close to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest territory. I mean, I'll watch whatever, man. I wanted like, to keep it light tonight, though. Uh, we're, we're reaching. I appreciate it. it was, uh... We got about 15 more days. I wanted to take a day off. Yep, we got a day right. off. Mm-hmm. This is the favorite one of those knockoffs that I saw so far. What's that? I just sent it to the the Facebook group. Oh, okay, okay. It is Ratatouille. Yeah. Rat rat ratatouing. Ratatouing. Sure. Oh wait, we haven't watched Food Fight yet. No, we haven't. Oh God, I don't. Has any of have Have you seen it, Austin? No. I haven't seen it either. I've seen it. You've seen uh, it. Ah, shit. Yep. Put it on the list. I am so ready. I wanted to watch. <laughs> you that are not. About it. You are not. <laughs> I mean, I want to. I'm. I'm. I'm consenting to starting it. How about that? <laughs> Is this the first movie? I, no, I've seen Japanese movies. Is this just like American movie I've seen that you guys haven't? I think so. No cars. Yeah. Oh yeah, cars. Of course. Of course. Cars two and, and, and oh, two, Justin, three, the three Justin Bieber documentaries. Yeah, Twinkle right. in his eye or whatever they were called. Purple shoes. Yeah. Um, have you seen? Uh, have either of you seen Sky High? I've not seen Sky High. Yeah, I am not watching that again. You know, I liked it when I first saw it, but I saw it again recently. Oof. Really? Yeah. yeah. What made you watch that recently? Not like recently, recently, but like a couple years ago. What made me watch it recently? Being trapped in my house. That's true. I don't know. Watching everything on Kurt Russell's roster? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. And you know Ooh, what? there was Sky a high, high school musical. Sky There's a high, high school musical. Oh, what's the yeah. high school musical knockoff called? Sunday school musical. Yes, oh, no. I've watched the review of that. It's quite good. The review, not the actual thing. On uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like elementary school musical and it falls no, it's like it's the Christian parents of the knockoff. kids who want the music yeah, really a Christian well. knockoff. yeah I figured from the title <laughs> and then instead of happy feet there's tappy toes oh stop I've never seen uh, happy feet and I really don't want to I have not seen happy feet either yeah me either Whoa. oh good good, good. it stays off the list <laughs> Every once in a while, we find a little Don't tell guys about that. a little iceberg that we can all stand on together and not have to watch Happy Feet as it flows if, if by. If you're a guest and you're listening, don't put Happy Feet. Yeah, wink, wink. Pick. Don't be on our show as a guest and come on and be all funny and outdo us with your good movies about penguins. There's a local place in town that's a massage parlor called Happy Feet. Really? Yeah. They had the name way before the movie. But I just think that's kind of funny. 
they could have used penguins and then totally got sued like all those like daycare places that have Mickey Mouse in an Iron Man suit flying through the sky punching Buzz Lightyear. Right. I love those. I follow an Instagram that posts them. I hope nobody ever reports them for copyright. They're too beautiful. They're art. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of shit happens with Ferris Bueller and he gets away with it. They go to the restaurant. They go to the parade. Uh... They go to the baseball game, and constantly, like, he's on film, and, like, either his dad or the principal or his sister is, like, seconds away from catching him before they glance away. They get the car, they find out it has too much mileage, and this is where one thing really bothers me about the character of Ferris Bueller. He's so lucky and charismatic and carefree that he has to pull in people from his life like a vacuum to have any drama here for the second act mm-hmm. in his camp. His whole family converges into the race scene. Yeah. The I, love, I love the joke that his dad is just, like, completely oblivious. Like, not even just to, like, stuff that's going on with him, but he misses the daughter getting chased by cops. By the way, that never gets addressed the yeah. cops that were chasing them, does, they just pull does. into their house. Yeah, yeah. It does. Oh, it does it? It does. Okay. There's a throwaway line at the very end when the mom and dad are, like, making out on the front porch. She's like, I, you'll never believe it. I just picked up Jenny from the cops. She got two speeding tickets on the way home. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, on the way fucking home. Why would you get a speeding ticket and then let your daughter continue to drive, get another one, and then let her continue, continue to, to drive? These, these parents are kind of doormats. I'm surprised Jenny still has a license to drive. Previous episode. <laughs> she went on a mustache ride. <laughs> So before we talk about the race home, which is the best scene of one of the best scenes in the movie, let's talk about this huge downfall, this huge sad moment that Cameron has to face because Ferris Bueller's never had a moment of sorrow in his goddamn life. <laughs> right. Uh, not only do they fuck up by putting way too many miles on the car, and somehow they can't the people in the garage the do. Back. No, because why would you be able to that? Oh, if you could spin the odometer back. Every used I, car dealership in America would have a machine in the back that could do it. Right? And I that's was what like, I was saying. Why the fuck does thoughts. he think that that's going to work? Because <laughs> he trusts Ferris Bueller. And they're high schoolers, and they don't have smartphones in the 80s. Yeah, that's true. So they have to rely on, I heard from a guy that you could do this. <laughs> and, <clears throat> I remember those days. It was way more important, yeah. But not Back only... when you couldn't just be like, what's this, and know what it is? Yeah, you just had to go out and field test it. Is this going to hurt? <laughs> Most often, yes. Um, oh, okay, When before this, when Jenny's at home, she comes home to bus Ferris Bueller, and the principal comes in, and she thinks it's like a burglar, which it might as well be. He knocks out their fucking dog and then breaks in the house. Because she didn't like Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who knows what Jeffrey Jones is going to get up to in there. I don't want to. Never leave him alone with your kids. Nope. It's Um, a documented fact that you should not. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But she's like on the family intercom, which lets you know this house is gigantic. When you have an intercom that's like, you should come down. The macaroni and cheese is ready. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a rich people thing. All right, I'm seven rooms away. When I uh, reach base camp I'm surprised in three we didn't rooms, see... I will uh, notify you. I'm surprised we didn't see like a like a dumbbell waiter or whatever, like those like where you like a yeah, like, uh, dumb yeah moving yeah yeah that's a, just, just a move... dumbbell like a little elevator. Dumbbell. Yeah, I'm surprised that... we didn't see that in this rich ass house. That's a very common thing, yeah. Maybe this is just a different style or something, or maybe, you know, maybe we didn't get to it. I bet there was a whole dumbbell deleted scene. <laughs> because if you've got a machine like that in your house, you can utilize it for mischief pretty easily. Oh, yeah. It's uh, probably involved in his contraption to play a voice recording whenever someone rings the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> That's a simple matter of uh, finding the wire and putting a bypass circuit on. No, <laughs> All this bullshit's so fun. Like, he got a computer and became some sort of genius, you think? Or was it just he was a genius already? He's always been a... He's Yeah, he's a magical... He's a Mary Sue. I'll just say it. Ferris Bueller's a Mary Sue. I I like to think that he put the time in because he had nothing better. <laughs> I, like, he's not... I, I, that's kind of about his character. Is that he wasn't portrayed... It's like this nerd guy, like, in weird... That's right. He's just like a dude... That you know, his parents got Everyone him a computer because they thought he's not just a dude. Everybody loves him. They make a fact of like the point. No, of the no, no. I'm, right. I'm just really talking Justin, about his you're technical going skills. Against your original argument that he took the original eight days to set this up. Me? Yeah, I thought. Yeah, it was, I thought it was your argument that the original eight days were spent setting up this one day of like freedom. Yeah, for sure. Okay, but. All right, so we, uh, what I, what I guess I'm not getting is when did he? You're saying he did? He just had the skills out of nowhere, but I'm I'm saying if he took the eight days. To oh, up, yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of a of genius. course, yeah. He um, he's real narcissistic, but he's still a genius and super, super charismatic and lucky. Everything just goes his way. Uh, and Cameron has to pay the price. You have to have a fall person when you're like sucking luck out of the ether at this rate. So it, Ferris Bueller's like the embodiment of capitalism. <laughs> no, because I believe if okay, I don't mean to say no and like, but but I believe if he was the embodiment of capitalism, the scene the scene that I love where he is on the phone to the freshmen at the high school spreading rumors because he knows freshmen are like the gateway to rumors in the school. Mm -hmm. He would be selling things in the bathroom if he was like the epitome of capitalism. Right. Like what's the one that movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. is like the principal and I had the. Oh, Charlie Bartlett. Charlie Bartlett, yeah. Amazing Charlie Bartlett, or whatever. It had a prefix. Um, that's where... like that's he's kind of the same kind of character as Phyllis Bueller. It's just he... called Charlie Bartlett, Bartlett. Okay, I remember liking that one too. But he's also Cameron and Charlie Bartlett wrapped into one. I remember a little, he was a little, a little bit, more yeah. Multi-dimensional, which helped with it. Like if this had been Ferris Bueller's problem instead of Cameron. It would have been a lot more relatable, but no, he's got to have some sort of mystical buffer, and it can't be Sloane because that would ruin their relationship. So he keeps Cameron around. So he's <laughs> like, when I suck all the luck out, the bad luck goes to you. And he performs and all these rituals on him. Oh, the sister has been his original target for years. <laughs> that's God why she damn. fucking hates him so much. Well, you, you would. 
She has the guy's wallet who broke into her house, and the cops arrest her. A young girl <laughs> in high school who's like, someone broke into my house. And they're like, you're a prove it. There's yeah. blood in the sink from where... What were you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they take her into the station where she meets an even more problematic person, Charlie Sheen. Yeah. And yeah, that's another part of her like terrible luck. Like just meeting these goons one after another. What I don't understand is that she says, if you, he says, I got someone I know you should talk to that could help you. And she says, if you say Phyllis Bueller, and he does, basically, and then they end up making out. Like I, That felt a little shoehorned, them making <laughs> out. There wasn't a lot of chemistry like before that. And then because of that, she was nice to her brother later on. Like, eh, eh, eh. He taught her to chill out more in the well, span of like three minutes. She was nice to Ferris because that fucking principal, like, knocked their dog out, ruined their yard, broke into their house, tracked mud everywhere, and scared the shit out of her and, like, threatened her. Yeah, I guess that's true. Ferris she was racing. still on a higher standing than that guy. She was still racing to get there because she, like, almost hit him with the car. Which, by the way, why didn't she just be like, Mom, look, he's right there! <laughs> oh, she's tried that before. Have you ever watched Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. This is a real I think they got that a lot of that character from this where every single day she's constantly like, "Mom, look, they built something in the backyard and as soon as she turns the corner, it's gone." I think this has happened so many times. She's like, "I can't just say, look, I have to run him over." And be like, "Look, he's not sick. He's fully dressed. He's got two Cubs tickets in his pocket. He's a He's dead now. I caught him." <laughs> Ferris Bueller's dead off. <laughs> yeah, then, I mean, after everything, we do get to the race home at the end, which is a lot of fun. He's breaking all sorts of laws, run through people's house, like, oh, dinner's ready, smells delicious. <laughs> mm -hmm. He stops to check out the girls' sunbathing. Which are faced the wrong way. Yes, they are. The sun was behind them. I took a the sun was, was behind like, them. This is a really pretty shot, but it's not realistic. Yeah. I was like, you are sunbathing in the shade. Yeah. Good job. There is no sun here. And it's, it's like 6 p.m. What are you doing? Did you fall asleep? Don't fall asleep while sunbathing. That's a bad idea. It's not a good Health not tip a good from time. Have You Seen. We care. Wear sunscreen. Yeah. If you're not healthy, you can't watch stuff. No. <laughs> you can watch stuff, regardless. We welcome yeah. you. Um, so we get this slow-mo jump off the trampoline. And I, I felt like this would be a really fun moment because he's graduating high school. He's going to be leaving home. I thought this run through the neighborhood would have been really interesting if he was going through and we would have got, like, memories and shit. Like, oh, there's this corner where this happened, or there's this backyard. Like, a culmination of growing up in the suburb. But it wasn't really about that. It was more about Chicago. As yeah, that's city. true. But he knows his way. You know what I was hoping for? You know what I was hoping for in that scene? Whenever he jumped on that uh, thing that he, like, double-bounced the shit out of that girl and she just, like, went flying off the what? screen. <laughs> <laughs> she got Super Smash Bros, like, into a failing round. <laughs> yeah. That way you get knocked too high. <laughs> you, like, fall into the background. Yeah. 
Uh, he makes it home, but Jeffrey Jones is waiting for him. I guess Jeffrey Jones, after his car got towed, had an epiphany and was like, what if there's a key under the mat? They're incredibly rich. They're probably super naive also. Uh, <laughs> there is. He's waiting. This is where Jenny covers for him. And he barely makes it upstairs. And we get a little bit more baby talk, Justin. Yeah, I don't like it. No, it's it's terrible. Um, there's a, there's a stinger scene, kind of, with Jeffrey Jones has to walk home. He gets on the bus and is really embarrassed. And the line this girl has is brilliant. She's just like, I bet you've never smelled the inside of a real school bus before. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, scene seems like it. it took forever. Yeah, and also... Could we please get a wrap-up on Cameron? I want to know that he hasn't thrown himself off the cliff onto that car. Or that his dad didn't have him murdered. We really need to check up on him, because he's not alright. He was suicidal before this happened, and then he wrecked his dad's priceless car. Yeah. Ferris Bueller's just like, come on, Sloane. He'll be fine. He's not afraid of his dad anymore. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe he should be. His dad's (laughs) not a monster. Yeah, Sloane, didn't you see that he was fine? Nobody ever relapses back into depression. No. He's fine. He smiled at us and said, I'm fine. (laughs) We really need a stinger with Cameron, like, (laughs) living in a tent on his front yard for the rest of the year. Or something, like, for the rest of the semester. And his dad's like, you want to come in for breakfast? Just something. Let me know he's alive. I'm really (laughs) worried about Cameron at the end of this movie. Because that car, he killed the car. He's dead. I think his dad had him murdered. (laughs) That's why there's no follow-up movie to this. There's no Ferris Bueller's (laughs) other day off where he's in college or anything. Hey, Cameron. Because it seems like he was... It seemed like he was angling for a day two at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad there's not a sequel to this movie. Like, that would ruin it so hard. <laughs> like, it's it's like a one and done. It's like, you know, he gets he has a day off, he graduates high school. We don't need one in college. I, I did, really glad I did some research high school. on the sequel, like on potential sequel. When there apparently was talk of do a college one, and they're like, no, no, it's, it's one... One kind of thing, and then the the actor jokes about how he's he considered doing one when like him and his co are like seventy, yeah, where like where they're in a retirement home or whatever. Okay, okay. And they do like one one crazy crazy day with him and his friends, and that's respectable to not do a sequel right away just because it was a monumental success. I mean, it's respectable not to do a sequel, period, if it doesn't make sense for the movie, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. If you don't just make that cash grab. Yeah. I would love to see in the next one, though, it's Ferris Bueller 2, and it's like, where Chicago meets Milwaukee. And we get a huge backstory on Ferris Bueller's magic and where it actually came from. Because it's all exposition. Mm. <laughs> oh, if you want backstory, just watch the TV show. Oh. That was a thing. Is it an animated series also, or just a live no, action? No, it's a live action prequel to the prequel, movie. Prequel, huh? Yeah, it's like just, it's just them in school. 
I'm actually kind of intrigued. It sounds like a Boy Meets World kind of situation. It ended 13 episodes and was canceled. Wow. I do I do picture kind of Boy Meets World whenever I think of this. Which right. I watched a lot of that shit growing got, up. It's got it's got the the Savage kid, Fred Savage or the yeah, I think it's Fred, the younger one. Yeah. Um and then his friend Sean and Topanga. It's it's the it's the same kind and, of dynamic. And Mr. Feeney. Yeah, which we had in Ben Stein in this. Yay, his classroom scenes talking about, like, Republican failed plan economics in the 1930s that led to mm-hmm. war depression. <laughs> cool. I love how boring they made the teachers. Like, there were two teachers, yeah. but both of them were extremely boring. That I mean, Ben Stein... Good. Ben Stein's kind of made a career out of being boring. Well, after he was a Republican speechwriter for Nixon, yeah. Yeah. He was like a hardcore Republican, like straight-edge, dry, droll comedian. I never got that. Like, did you ever watch the Win Ben Stein's Money? No. Oh, I watched too many episodes of that because it was on Comedy Central, and they would have, like, interesting guests every once in a while. But it's just like... How many times is that funny for him to be like, "Huh, huh you didn't get it right, and I did." <sighs> I don't know, not my thing. Um, let's find out if this movie is our thing. Who would recommend it? Josh, starting with you, would you recommend Ferris Bueller's Day Off from 1986? Uh, I want to, but I. Don't know. I can pure on principle. Like I really, the moral of this move is just like, hey, you know, chill out sometimes and you know, do some mental health and For sure. take a day off. Of uh, but the like present. the the lens it's viewed through is so like, hey kids, that means like break rules and you know, skip school and stuff just to take a day because it's fun and. You know, this movie's still fairly culturally relevant, I'd assume, so... Josh? I don't know. Did you ever play hooky? No! Never! Never, ever! <laughs> That's like, not Yeah, it's, it's, coming, it's coming from my back. And it, Did it, it you rubs ever fake a, little a sick day? The wrong way. No. no! I don't think I ever had a sick day what? in my entire... Or like high school career. You never something he prided himself on. And we're like, high school fucking sucks. I'm not going today. I have to I, try to be sick as hard as to, possible. To it, one time in college, I I I made myself sick because I was dreading a public speaking class patient. Oh, so you and had to justify it. You had to like actually make that was the only time. And then it and it didn't matter because they didn't finish all the presentation. And I just yeah. gave mine the next time anyway. <laughs> but like in high school, like no, never, never, never had a sick. They never skipped. Wow. Like why? I didn't have any friends. Yeah, <laughs> like, but laying in bed I, is nice, and not waking up early and doing bullshit work. I mean, I was the kind of guy that woke up at five in the morning, watch cartoons, to go to school at seven, to play Yugi, my friends, to go to class at eight, and then stayed until five p at the school playing Unreal Tournament with other teachers. I was like, there too. You had quite a few more friends than I did if you were able to play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I was I was in that group, but I also didn't go to school quite often. Yeah. 
See, but I didn't know that. Like you, like you know, I if I had friends that skipped, I wasn't aware of it. Okay. But uh, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're all adults here. Or you know, I think people that watch this movie these are gonna get that it's not like tell do illicit acts or whatever to have fun, well, right? So yeah, yeah, sure, it's sure, I recommend. So yeah, do illicit acts to have fun. I'm totally for I, that. I don't know. We can, I mean, we can have a difference of, of opinion on that, but sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I like, I don't know if I can recommend it purely on principle, but like, it's it's a pretty fun time. Uh, can I give like part of a recommend? Can I give a light recommend? You can give a light recommend. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, if you have, thing. Yeah, if if you have less morals than I do, then by all means, <laughs> like big recommend. If you have more morals than I do, you should still watch it, but uh, maybe not show your kids. I don't this know. This was my thought. I don't want to come up with like was... a stick in the mud here. No, I get you. You gave a hard recommend. I'll 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 put that forth. <laughs> uh, I. I was I felt as though I was forced to go to school. I didn't want to be there. I didn't see a lot of benefit in it. I was bored so much of the time. And uh so I didn't feel any moral obligation to be like, "Yes, I'll do as you say." When I had no op- uh like when I had no say in the matter anyway. So that that was my difference of opinion when we were in school i didn't play hooky a lot of the time uh one time memorably and it didn't involve anything more than just hanging out and playing some video games and then going back to school and getting caught so it sucked (laughs) but i would recommend this um it is a light-hearted adventure through the city of chicago in the 80s and even though the main character I didn't find all that appealing, the it's a good trip. Like it's a good group dynamic. I think works for me as they're like going about their business. Justin, yeah, uh, I I had a lot of fun watching this. You, um, I didn't like Ferris Bueller all that much. I thought he seems uh kind of like borderline uh sociopath (laughs) oh yeah um just because it seems like he's the kind of guy like i feel like if there was a tv show there'd be an episode about the dude who doesn't like him and we'd really see like him start to unravel just because like he knows that there's someone who doesn't like him oh or he meets a cool older kid at college who's like you're a fucking poser and it wrecks his world (laughs) (laughs) No, everybody in Chicago likes me. You're in L.A. now. <laughs> like he goes to another city and he's not a cult leader god. But uh, yeah, you'd recommend. Yeah, for sure. Are for you gonna, is anyone sure. here gonna go and watch the TV show? No. Maybe. <laughs> it's it's a really hard maybe for me too right now. I might check it out. I I wonder how like if it's hard to find though. It may be, yeah. Find it on some old like Russian server from the eighties still cranking out. Oh, I'm I'm sure you can find it at some point. <laughs> yeah, but if it takes me more than like like three searches, I'm gonna stop caring. So I hope it's not too hard to find because I I want to. I think a lot of the actors got replaced too. Oh, all like, of there's, them. I think it, there's a joke in the first episode. Apparently, like he holds up a. Uh, 
a cardboard cutout of the the actor in the first movie. It's like they make a joke about how he played the TV show I in the movie based off him, and how he doesn't like how it was acting. That like sets the you know canon for the TV series is that it's it's just a different guy, and oh, it's always wow. been this guy. Okay, okay. You sounds like you're really starting to get into it. I like it. I, I read the Wikipedia article a bit. <laughs> they changed a bunch of the characters, like character, which seems not great. Yeah. But you know, it's only thirteen episodes, so how much time did they really? Wow. Do when's the last time we had all three of us recommend something? I don't think we did for the monkey movie. Uh, no, absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, what was the last not one? Frozen the two, last one, not Cars last one I can think of is the Three Amigos, but there had to have been one since that then. That was decades ago. <laughs> no, there must have been ones after that. <laughs> did I really recommend Three Amigos? Oh, yeah, you, you did. Bill huh. and Ted we all recommended. Yep. Not Bill and yeah. Ted. Not two. Oh, so, bogus, man. That's so <laughs> not heinous. <laughs> maybe when they face the music, I'll get brought back. Yeah. We're not there yet. Rejoin the band. But for now, yeah. you're pursuing a solo career. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, to get down to important matters, there's which one are we? Who's Cameron? Who's Ferris? And who's Sloane? I mean, I'm Cameron. Uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll call Sloane. Boom. Justin, you're the sociopath. <laughs> Great. It's like nose goes to call Ferris Bueller characters. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. If you want to check out any of our other episodes that we mentioned or our other podcast, Amaze Balls, you can find us at podcasts.com or the iTunes podcast app. We're on YouTube under FapCheck. We're on Facebook at FapCheck, and you can reach us at FapCheck at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, comments, recommendations, or just if you want to point out all the little flaws we made here today. We're not on Twitter, so you have to put it into an email and mm. hit send. It's a way more difficult, so we have way less haters. And way less listeners. It cuts down on so much. It's so much easier, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything you want to like recommend before we wrap up? I know you said you were watching Cobra Kai, Justin. Me too. It's been good. I've liked it. I'm almost done with that. Uh... Uh, I might come back and recommend the Ferris Bueller TV show next week. <laughs> Probably not. It's all canon. <laughs> I hope there's a side plot with Cameron and his dad. I want to meet the dad. I, and from the episode synopses, are, and like the parents are not involved at all. Oh, it's just it's, a it's always down. at the school. It's just you know one of the three characters, Cameron, Sloan, or Ferris, has a an interaction with their character and that gets resolved by the end of twenty two minutes. Wow, so si- kind of like, uh, yeah, definitely a Boy Meets World, but also a little Saved by the Bell in there with I Ferris Bueller being Zach Morris. Yeah. Because he's constantly like freezing time and talking to the camera, and he's also trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Josh, you read the full Wikipedia for this, so anything else you want to add? Any other um, facts you found interesting? Not... 
Off top of my head, I mean, just just lightning facts. Uh, this this apparent this movie launched Ben Stein's movie career. This is like the first big movie oh, he was in. I know that line was um, like super popular. Apparently, the the teaching scene and it was like pretty much ad lib. They talk about this uh, incidents where they're just like, "Hey, just ad lib this scene. We're not gonna film. Just get get into character." And apparently, all the uh, he started talking about like macroeconomics or some topic about, and all the all the student cast that they had on set were laughing their asses off. And he found out that it wasn't so they were learning something about macroeconomics. It's because he was doing a good job at being boring. <laughs> so they just kind of went with uh, went with what he was doing. Wow. There. He was so boring. They offered him more jobs. Being boring, yeah. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, there's a TV show. Um, they talked about doing a sequel in like 60 more years. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I assume it's still cultural. Event. I mean, Deadpool referenced it at the end of Deadpool. Oh so. yeah, definitely because it's it's uh, fourth wall breaking, just like the right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, a lot of fourth wall breaking for sure. Mm-hmm. This is like maybe like one of the more infamous wall breaking movies. Yes. Man, I just I just wanted the whole movie to him just be talking to the viewer somehow. Like just do a movie out of that. He just he just like takes you through his his like daily life, and he that's just like hardcore Henry. I don't know. <laughs> that's that first person like weird. I'm just saying, yeah. not video game movie, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen it twice now, and I'm 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 saying. I mean, I like if you it. put it on the list, I'll watch it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. Uh, I'm Justin. Oh, hey guys, have you seen 